listened to the podcast. It was talking about how um, Drake invited this young singer to to record with him or whatever. And the way Van La- Van Lathan described her, she was fine. She was thick or whatever. And you know, Drake has been associated with more than a few thick women. I seen her. She give me she give me Sade vibes when I saw her. Say who? She give me Sade vibes when I saw the picture. A thick Sade? I, I didn't really see her whole body. I just saw her face and like the guy she was so with. So she's pretty too. She she's pretty. She's pretty. Okay. So they talk about the situation where Drake invites this young lady to record her and her fiance. And then shortly thereafter, the fiance goes on social media talking about, you know, he's been betrayed or whatever, whatever. And he's alleging that, you know, Drake slept with his fiance. So that led to the question of who was more at fault. And the only part I found interesting about that was how. Was it who was more Rachel. at fault? Was it who yeah. was more? Because I, I remember, if I remember the question, because I did listen to that episode, if I remember the question, the question was, who was to blame? No, but then Van was like, who's more at fault? Put percentages on it. Because if you were to say who was to blame, you can easily say, well, it was the woman she was to blame because she was the one in a relationship. Okay. And and then, you know, you have people saying, well, Drake's to blame because he knew they were in a relationship. Okay. So that's easy. But then Van made the question a little bit more difficult, saying, okay, cool. If you want to put blame on both people, who would you put more blame on? Let's put percentages on it. So Rachel was like, nah, it's 50-50. And I'm like, mm, don't agree with that. And then Van was like, if he had to put percentages on it, he said somewhere more along the lines of 90-10, which would, I would be more inclined to that, but I don't even think I agree with that. Again, and the reason I don't say I agree with that, because we don't know what, what uh, one, we don't know the young lady's morals. We don't know Drake's morals, because some people feel if you're not married, you're single. Even if you're engaged, you're still single. Okay. That's how some people see it. I don't say I agree with that, but if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. Okay. Right? Or okay. wrong. I, I hear you. I hear you. Speak your part, though. Right. So... With that being said, since I don't know how they feel about that, I can't really put that fault on Drake because from that perspective, he's talking to a single woman. She's not married yet. So technically, she's still single. Pause you there. So if I were to blame anybody... You fly up a woman and her fiancé, you clearly understand she's in a relationship on her way to being married. Regardless of that, oh, she isn't officially married yet. But she's, she's not single. married yet. You know that's bullshit, and you know that wouldn't even slide with you. It wouldn't slide with me, but I'm not Drake. I don't know what his morals are. And if I'm looking at it black and white, then that's what it is. Okay. I disagree, but okay. So if I had to blame anybody for this scenario, I'm blaming she was the one in the relationship. She knew what she stood with in that relationship. 100%. So if she decided to step out on it, that's on her. Drake had no moral obligation to anybody in that scenario but himself. So why would I blame him? Okay. Um, I'm not taking away from the fact that she holds blame. Her holding blame is like, it at this point, it's like how much blame, how much of the majority of the blame is she gonna hold? You know what I mean? Like it ain't, there's no one arguing that she is, she has fault. No argument right. there whatsoever. No one is trying to 
you know, pull her out of it, right? So, but I can't, I, I, in my heart of hearts, I do feel that what Rachel Lindsay said on, on that episode had some merit where that's like when bosses sleep with interns, there's a certain level of power that you have when you're the one who has the power to give somebody their hopes and their dreams. I completely agree with that point of her argument, but at the same time, I feel that was a different argument she was making. I don't feel like that's a different argument. Because we, like you said, you don't know the morals. I don't know her morals. I don't know Drake's morals. I don't know. But let me, let me point, finish. Let me finish. I don't know oh, what happened sorry, in that room. Ahead. I don't know what happened in that room. So I don't know how that played out. Now, I'm not trying to accuse Drake of, of, of doing some old, you know, like using his power to fuck the girl. Because if you put it like that, then Drake being Drake, being the most famous rapper out can't fuck anybody without using you know his clout of being who he is but when you brought somebody in the under the auspice of there you go where did they auspice if you brought somebody under the auspice of i'm bringing you here to work with you to to potentially sign you like you're the gatekeeper to give somebody their dreams there's a lot of power in that moment so at a certain point, I do put some blame on him because, bro, let's let's not act like, dude. Say we don't know each other. I fly you and your wife out, and I sleep with your wife. I fly you out. We we kumbaya. We talk it up and all of that. Regardless of how you feel about how much blame you put on her, you are gonna put some blame on me, nigga. I was kumbaya dapping you up. You had you in the studio. You gonna feel a fucking way. I hold some of the blame because I sat there in your face, smiled and kikied with you while I was trying to fuck your girl. I don't deserve none of the blame. Fully knowing what you, fully knowing that you were a part of her whole relationship. I don't own any blame. That's what you're saying? They're not married. Okay. That's your point of view. I'm not going to argue that. Like, I, right. I totally disagree with what you're saying. I believe he holds some of the blame. But when I say that, I'm saying I don't know if that's their perspective. So I can't. I can't force my perspective on him. So since I don't know if that's how they view it, I can't put that blame on him. Now, if you're asking me... I'm, t- I'm asking you. <laughs> I'm asking you. I'm not talking about trying to put yourself in Drake's situation. I'm I would be you. angry with him, but at the same time, okay, I would in that situation, if that scenario, you fly me out, you sleep with my girl, we are engaged, not married. I'll be mad at you, but I still wouldn't blame you. I'll still blame her. I'll just think you're a shitty nigga. I have some blame on you. Like, I have some blame on you, but my problem at the end of the day isn't with you. Like, I, you didn't owe me shit. You know what I mean? That's what I'm I saying. So you. why would I be angry with somebody that don't owe me shit? Okay. Like, why would I blame you? I just think you're a shitty dude. I'll be upset with the person that I felt had an obligation to do right by me. Okay. This, this is... Look, remember how I talked about that thing about the girl with the condom and all that shit? Remember that story? Where she had a boyfriend and all of that? Yeah. I fully knew she had a boyfriend. I'm a shitty ass nigga for allowing my... I went over there fully knowing she had a boyfriend. I went over there fully knowing her boyfriend didn't know. <laughs> I went over there with all the, all the scenario going in my head. I wasn't going there for that, but I wasn't not going there for that. Okay, let me ask you this. Did you know him? I not, did not know him. I'm not him. asking, did, did not you know, know of him? I'm asking, did you know him? I knew of him. I did not know him. That That's, okay. So, he has no beef with you. But Drake met that nigga. 
That's why I said. But Drake <laughs> met Kim through her. Y'all should have seen Frank face. Frank, Frank almost had to break for a second. Like, damn, okay. <laughs> you almost got me, but Drake <laughs> met him through her, so he still don't know him. Okay. If you were in that situation, I'm sure you and Drake would be on site with some pressure. Nah, I wouldn't beef with him like that. My beef would be with her. Like, okay. you tried me, and that was it. And okay. now my beef wouldn't be to the point where I want to put hands on people. Why would I do that? Okay. That's cool. We different but, people. Yeah, we different people. It's fine. Like, if you, I mean, if you haven't realized that by episode 43, I don't, I don't know, know what, what to tell, tell these people. <laughs> like, if y'all ain't realized that, I don't know what to tell you. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, Welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and chop it up. I'm your host, Marvin, a.k.a. Young Saint, a.k.a. Turnpike Mars, it's your ladies for the streets, a.k.a. Dat Man Beyond, a.k.a. The Somebody's Son and Me and Somebody's Sons, a.k.a. your favorite host, the newly vaxxed Kellerman out here in these streets. Okay, I got a little. I got a little face from Frank. That might have been half decent. The little Vax Kellerman. No, no, that was a good one. Okay, that that no, that was a good one. Okay, and the man to the right of me can only be Mister Who Else But Me, Fluffy the Dad Body, the F and F and D. I can only be me, Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, Fluffy the Dad Body. Can we dive into that for a quick second, though? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> where 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 we get the fluffy the fluffy from? Where do we get that from? Nigga, the mirror, bruh. The mirror. I am not what I used to be. Your wife called you Fluffy? I don't. <laughs> Have you called me Fluffy? No. No, I said, did your wife call you Fluffy? Nah, she ain't called me. This is me. This is all me. I'm looking at myself <laughs> like, damn, man, I don't put on some pounds. And not in good ways. Well, I like, mean. I'm at. I haven't been sexy in a while. <laughs> that nigga said I haven't <laughs> been sexy in a while. God damn. <laughs> She just keeps sleeping with me. <laughs> right? Like, lady, do you not see what you're looking at right now? Hey, man, y'all both, y'all both been pregnant for like three years straight. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it is, man. Dude, the, the schedule with the shorties is hard to hit the gym like I want to. I'm waiting for the day the youngest can sleep till about 8 a.m. When she sleeps till about 8 a.m., then I'll be good. Cause then I could wake up at five. Go to the gym and get back home before they wake up so then I can go ahead and get them ready for their day without them having to disturb me and all that. But right now, the youngest, she wakes up at about six. So it's hard to go to an early gym session and be back home before she wakes up and all this and that. So they ruining my vibes right now. I, I because of that, my body is paying for it. I see. <laughs> I know I can't talk when my wife hears this. She's gonna be like, "Your body? What about mine?" It's like, "Hey, we're not talking about you right now. We're not talking about you right now. You are the vessel, okay? <laughs> right? You bring you like, the life. No giver. comparison. You, if, if this was a if this was a, a competition, you won. I'm just saying, I'm losing too. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just speaking about you. I'm just, yeah, exactly. You want to talk your I'm part? Get your saying. get yourself a podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> God damn, let me have my moment. Hey, right. have your kids ever been to uh, your kids been to Disney World yet? Well, not the youngest, but Miani, yeah. Have you heard this new thing about how they're they're not allowing the Snow White ride to reopen in Disneyland? Why not? <laughs> All right, ready. So, the newest the newest victim of cancel culture 
is the Snow White ride. Snow White. Ready? Oh. So at the end of Snow White, not because of the name, but at the end of Snow White, the prince kisses her and wakes her up without her consent. Therefore, the ride is problematic. I'm going to repeat. <laughs> the prince kisses her and wakes her up without her consent. The ride is problematic now. Even though he literally saved her life. I mean, I don't know what to say, bro. <laughs> I mean, at this point, people are going after fairy tales? Really? That part is problematic. Not the old lady who tries to kill her five or six times, poisons apples, and all the other shit. The shit that the person right, who gets her there. That did happen. <laughs> we not even worried about we not who hired someone to go and kill her and let and he lets her run off into the woods and find some seven dwarves. We're we're not worried about that. We're gonna worry about the one thing that brought her back to life. Wow. And I mean, is there like an online petition for this, or is just a whole bunch of people talking on Twitter and Disney is trying to play it safe and say Disney has played it safe this- and has not reopened it at oh. Disneyland. They're talking about revamping the ride. But then again, I'm guessing that's probably was one of their first rides older, so it probably gives them a reason to say, "All right, now we have a reason to scrap it." And I don't know, maybe that's what it is. That's why they're probably. Folding like this, I guess, if you want to consider this a fold, but to the people that's making an issue about this, like why? Shouldn't something like this shouldn't be worth your energy, but then again, that's just me. Right? Right. Like something like this doesn't seem like it should be like you should give it that much energy. I just don't see how like almost every Disney story, especially those old fairy tale stories, are based off some, like, extremely wild shit. Like, Hansel and Gretel are are kidnapped and are about to be eaten by somebody. That's cannibalism, okay? I mean, if you really wanted to, and you look back at all the old Disney, Dr. Seuss, Looney Tunes... Ooh, um, yeah, Looney Tunes. And all that shit, maybe Jim Henson's Muppets are probably cool, maybe. But all that other shit I named, dude, there's racism throughout all that shit. And, I mean, you don't even have to go back that far. Like, if you think about when we used to watch Tom and Jerry as a kid, that black woman who was in the house with Tom and Jerry, look how they depicted her. Those crows that was in uh, Looney Tunes? Oh, yeah. Look how they, you remember the crows? Yeah. Look how they depict the crows. Um, Like uh, Elmer Fudd when he would shoot Daffy Duck. And Daffy Duck would appear in blackface with the, the pink lips and shit when he affixed his beak and all that bullshit. It was a lot of shit they did that us as kids, we didn't know any better. We didn't we pay that much attention that to shit it. Yet. Yeah, we didn't know that right. much. Right. Exactly. But now as adults, now that we've learned more, it's like, oh shit, they showed us a lot of foul shit when we were shorties and we just laughed it off thinking it were just jokes. Right. So, I mean, if people wanted to do that, you can go back and cancel a whole lot of shit. And that Snow White is, I'm not going to say it's mild, but it's the tip of the iceberg of shit. You can go down the list and say, hey, this is foul. You need to change it. That is foul. You need to change it. But is it worth it? I guess that would be the real question. Like, do you feel it's that much of an influence on the younger culture where you feel young boys are going to start 
kissing girls without consent? Like, do you think this leads to that lifestyle? If so, then, hey. I'm not going to lie. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, Frank. Like you said earlier, it's one of the oldest rides in there. Probably a ride that many people our age have been on and before us. When the last time you just tried to kiss a girl while she was asleep? First of all, why would I? That breath hot, mouth been sitting. I barely, let me tell you, you know how much love I got to have in my spirit, in my heart, in my soul, to kiss you straight early morning mouth? It's not that bad. All right. Hey, even on some morning sex, hey, you look left, I look right, bro. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> hey, if we go admit, if 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 it ain't dog, if we go in missionary, you gotta look left, I look right. All right, you get on top, you breathe <laughs> up, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, how good oh, it feels? Don't you don't you breathe down with a, ooh, don't you do that. <laughs> All right. What movie that was where, no, was that a different world where Whitley would wake up early in the morning and brush her teeth before Dwayne Wayne? She'll brush her teeth and do her makeup and then pretend to be back asleep. So every time she wakes up, she looked like she's fresh. Fresh. You remember that? Fresh and glow. I, I don't know if it was a different world, but I could totally see Whitley doing it though. Yeah, I think that was her. I thought that was hilarious. Man, I I don't know. It's just certain, like, just, I, I've done it. I'm not saying I don't do it, but it's just not my favorite thing to do whatsoever. What, morning sex or kissing people in the morning? Kissing people in the morning. Morning sex, ain't nothing wrong with morning sex. Ain't nothing wrong with starting your day off nice. You know what I'm saying? That's a great way to get your day going. But kissing is cool. It ain't that, I mean... It's cool. Nah, it's it. like I'm I'm talking like morning. That's it. That's all you're getting out of you me. Some... That's all you're getting out of me. Nah, I'm not telling you to, you know, tonguing down and stuff, but you know, pop kisses, it's cool. No, you're not doing that either? I've done it. I've done it. I'm not saying I've never done it. What I'm saying is You're not doing it. I just don't understand why that's like a thing that's like it's not required, right? Like I think like you're not gonna judge me if I don't get I'm gonna get a little kiss on the cheek in the morning. All right. <laughs> Cause if I'm up and you sleep, I'm look, look, I'm gonna put it under the whole, hey, I was just trying to let you rest. You know, I ain't wanna I wanna break your sleep. You look so peaceful. You're like a little angel. But you could jam your penis in people. But you want to let them see. Oh, I, I want, I'm not just going to wake up with it. You know? <laughs> just, you know? I, I ain't just going to take it. You know? You you have to... You... You know if it's being given up. It's a certain, like... She may move the little drawers no, to they, the side. No, they toot it up. She toot it up. Like, it's all right. Go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> or they put the one leg on you let you know that, hey. Come on. Go ahead and get my day started, too. <laughs> right. So. Now, but what's been good with you, fam? How was your week? Oh, my week is good, man. My week was good. Uh, I got a question for you, though. Yeah, go ahead. I, I was having this conversation. Uh, I was having this conversation at work, so I was like, you know, let me pose it to Frank. So here it is. And I want honest answer. Don't, don't you bullshit me. 
hand to God. If you full of shit, you know I'm going to say it. <laughs> so here we go. By you prefacing the question with this, I know <laughs> it's going to be a juicy question. Nah, I just want to hear your thoughts. It's not even that juicy. Not even that juicy. I just want you to not give me the PCS answer. Okay? So you want us to get canceled is what you're saying. I just not what I, you don't even know what I'm asking you. Give me a second. All okay. right, here we go. All right. Go here ahead. we go. Honestly. Do you have more fun out with your homeboys or do you have more fun out with your girl? My wife. Now. Can I say why? (laughs) You full of shit, but go ahead. I'm not full of shit and I can tell you why. I don't travel the world with my homeboys. I travel the world with her. And the fun I have traveling trumps traveling with the homeboys. We're going to try this again. I'm going to bring you back, okay? When I say going out and having fun, I'm talking like a night out, okay? We're talking a night out. Oh, locally. A night out. I'm not saying, because you're going off of your experience of traveling the world with your wife, and I'm not taking that from you. Like you said, she opened your world. I'm not taking away from Frank's wife. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying is, when you go out locally, do you have more fun with oh, your Oh, the fellas girl? than the fellas. Oh, the fellas. okay. Because my nigga. <laughs> yeah, locally, yeah. We stay in. Because shit, we, didn't, we ain't got to go far. Remember, we used to chill in front of my house on the corner till about three in the morning just talking shit. And we used to, we used to hang out in your dorm room till about four, five in the morning just kicking it, talking shit and cracking jokes. And we used to have a blast eating horrible ass Taco Bell and shit. Yeah, exactly. Nick, when the last time you ate Taco Bell? If Bro, nothing I... don't make you feel old, eating Taco Bell makes you feel old. Cause that shit don't, man, that shit don't sit in the body like it used to. Nah, I care about myself too much to do that shit now. Oh, bro, because that's why I had. I mean, I was like, let me re-ask that question. Cause for me, here, here's here's why. And ladies, this is no like, even if I'm out with my guys and their ladies, I, we still don't have as much fun as we would have if our ladies wasn't there. I'm just being honest. And you know the crazy thing about that though, like if you when we say this, they're probably thinking, oh, they're probably fucking around. And we don't do none of that shit. Hey, ladies, y'all don't understand. So when we're out with you guys, there's a level of responsibility I feel when I'm out with my lady. You know what I'm saying? I gotta worry about, you know, is she comfortable? I gotta worry, like not only I, I turn into not only a, a comforter. I got to turn into a, a, a security guard because I got to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm being watchful. Right. You got to make sure y'all not in no place that's crazy because you're not just fighting for you. You got to protect her too. You got to yeah. get her out of there. But if you out with me, you thinking, okay, I got this. Frank got that. We good. We could be in a shady part of town. Like, we okay. Can't be in a shady town with your, with your lady because it's like, if shit go left, I got to fight for me and her. Yeah. And get, a, get her to the car safely. While doing all that shit. You ain't worried about me. I could run. She can't run that fast. <laughs> you know, like just honest. You came out here in these heels. You see these, you see these Air Maxes? Deep Air Maxes made for this shit right here. Like, like, like Nike put this shit a together. Lot of time, they instincts just different. Shit pop off. You thinking, get low, let me go run this way, cause I hear the shots coming this way. They just ducking and screaming. They not trying to get out of no way or nothing. It's like, man, you just you just trying to die, aren't you? Now I got to turn around. Bay, bay. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga said, now you got to turn around. 
Because, <laughs> you know, instinct, I'm I'm grabbing your hand. We we, we supposed to be running. I'm You pull away from me to duck behind something. And I'm like, now nah, I'm finna get shot. Because now I got to stop, hesitate. What are you doing? Get up. Let's go. Don't ask no questions. We out. It's too much, man. And then, you know what? Even when you, even when you out with your girl, you got to kind of like, you got to kind of watch how you talk to people. You know what I mean? Not that you talk to people reckless or crazy or anything like that, but it's a certain level of letting shit slide that you kind of do when you with your girl. Like certain level of yeah. this, everything don't need for to be aggressive. I don't need to be aggressive in this it moment. It ain't worth it. That's it what I say in my head. Like, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Like, Cause you I, know right. certain shit can go left just by if a certain sentence is uttered. Like, man, this happened. If I respond to this, I see who he's with or I see what type of time he on. He's going to challenge me if I say something and I'm with her. No, it ain't worth it. But if we were with your boys, then it's a little different. It's like, all right, what was that about? And then if y'all get into it, whatever. But with your girl, it's a little different. You can't be out here getting into reckless situations. No, but but it ain't even, like like I said, I agree with you. Like It don't even be on no reckless situation. Like sometimes... When the last time we went out and had a fight, you know what I mean? Like, like it's been forever. Like Nick, all the niggas who My be talking age had a one in front of it. <laughs> exactly, all them niggas who be talking about their hands and all this shit, bro. Let's let's be real. You probably ain't fought in like ten years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you talk big shit about that one time you slammed a nigga in high school. Come on, bro. <laughs> like. Relax. Y'all wasn't even in the same weight class. You over here weighing 160. That dude weighed 120. You were seeing he was a you sophomore. You don't get no points for slamming him. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Chill out. It, it, it's just, I don't know, man. And, and, and to be, I'm going to throw this out there too. Ladies, it's cheaper. Because honestly, as men, our palates don't be that, like, it don't be all that crazy. Like, we can have a good time, spend $12, come home. On top of that, we're simpler. Like, it don't take much to please us. Like, me and my homeboys, where we used to love hanging out at was Winwood Yard. You ever been there? Yeah. All it was was a couple of food trucks might have had some live music. Man, we'll go there, grab something to eat, and just sit on that bench or whatever and just talk for about two hours. Then when we was done talking, it's like, all right, y'all want to walk around? Yeah, let's walk around. And that was it. Like... We'll just walk around when we'll talk shit, see people we know holler at them. And that get back home, sweetie, how was your night? Man, I had a great night. What did you do? We didn't do much. We just <laughs> ate and walked around. That's it. But I had fun doing it. Had a great ass time. Had a great ass time. Yeah. Honestly, can't complain. <laughs> wore comfortable clothes, wore comfortable shoes. No complaints. Exactly. And I just, and ladies, ladies, before y'all get down our necks and all that, y'all be having way more fun without us too. Be honest. Y'all go out, like say y'all go to a club or whatever, you get way more compliments about what you're wearing when you by yourself or when you out with your girls. Not that- Do you see the, you see the turn up at the all girls table during brunch versus like the all boys table? Exactly. They get lit. Exactly. Think about it, ladies. Half, y'all go out, you go out without your, you go out with your, with your, with your man. It's a chance, especially if y'all y'all married or y'all been together a long time. It's a chance you might be paying for some of them drinks. <laughs> some of them drinks might come out your account, okay? 
<laughs> now you go out with your girls, it, you may not, you, you might get in free. You probably gonna eat. You probably gonna. You probably be able to get. Let him order the lot. The little lobster. What's what's the little the little lobster rice that y'all be getting at Tussies? You might be able to. You probably gonna get free drinks. I'm just saying, it's cheaper for you. Y'all gonna have a good time. Y'all will probably get a section. <laughs> like you probably have a way better time without. And, and I'm not saying I'm not gonna enjoy the the fun times I have with my girl. That's not what I'm saying whatsoever. When I'm in a relationship, like that's my person. Like I, you're, I send all my, the memes I might send to the group chat may be a little different, but you'll probably get a majority of because we find certain things funny. I'm just assuming you are my best friend, so I'm gonna enjoy every moment with you. But it's a certain, I guess it's a little bit of weight off your shoulders when you're out with your homeboys. Ain't no pressure. It's no, no pressure because I only gotta worry about me. That's all. And especially if these are homeboys that you've known for a while, the vibe is consistent. It's like, we all know what we like to do. So when we click up, we go into the same type of restaurants we know we all like. We all know our, the type of vibes. We all know what, what each other on. It's, it's it, no pressure. It's easy. It's, and we don't get to do it that often. Once we get older, we don't get to hang out with our friends as often as we like. We either working or, and then when we are working, our schedules don't align. Never. They may have some family obligations. I have family obligations. So it's like when we do get together, which is once a month, once every other month, whatever that time it is, shit, we let our hair down a little bit. And when I say let our hair down, we don't be wilding. It's just to finally relax. Like, yo, I'm just in the moment. I ain't thinking about shit. You get to just be Frank. I get to just be Marvin. I don't have to be the boyfriend and all that shit. You don't have to be the husband and the dad. Like you could just be Frank. There's a there's a certain freedom that comes with that. Yeah, you ain't gotta be security. You ain't gotta be provider. You ain't gotta be protector. You ain't gotta be lover. You ain't gotta be Mr. Romantic. None of that shit. Just you won't have to think two steps ahead to be, you know. Impressive or anything. It's just nah, I'm just in the moment, just happy. I mean, I might wear my I might wear my I might I might wear my, my new J's out there, just you know, stun on a nigga. But you know, nothing too crazy. Even when you do that, you wearing it with a t-shirt and jeans. You ain't that cause I'm gonna let the shoes Even speak then. for themselves though. That you're like I'm, I'm wearing right. that because I want the shoes to speak for themselves. Man, a new J's is hard to get. I tried to I did that sneakers app shit recently. For which ones? The 13s? The 13s, the red, the burgundy, the red ones? And the burgundy flints. Got them hoes. Shit came back and was like, like you had to, I had to do some it was a shit raffle. like a raffle, yeah. And it was like, nah, my name wasn't fucking pulled. I'm like, dog. But I clicked the link when y'all told me to click it. <laughs> it's not that simple, man. It's a raffle, it's meaning not. everybody clicked the link right when they told them to click it. Then they randomly picked some people. Your boy got in, yeah. got him. <laughs> Gonna cut them. I matter of <laughs> fact, I ain't even I ain't even take them out the box yet. Might Lucky need to do bitch. an unboxing on your ass. <laughs> nah, but that's what's up though. Damn boy, this show, yeah, man. You got the PS5 and you got the flints. Nigga, you better play the lottery. <laughs> hey, I had a I had an Xbox, um, uh Xbox Series X that I sold for like 900 bucks a couple months back. 
Oh, people was buying them shits like that? Man, people, uh, you know, around that time, everybody had, had got them. I had kind of got them for a homeboy who was trying to get it, but then I found out he got one. Mm-hmm. And because I was already like in line, I was like, let me just see if I could get it, right? So I just clicked it and then I ended up getting it. So I ended up selling it. Mm. It was around, it was just post-Christmas. So we talking like February, like probably January, February. And I was able to get them off. But at that point, like a lot of these systems aren't in circulation like that. I want to say uh, due to port restrictions and all that. So they're just not shipping them in, I guess. So I guess at that point, at this point, any system is a hot commodity. You just hear about PS5s because we're PlayStation guys, but pretty sure the people in the Xbox community are dealing with the same thing. Speaking of Microsoft. Yes. Speaking of Microsoft, old Bill Gates and his wife Melinda are getting a divorce, man. That shit's crazy. Apparently, from what I heard, from what I heard, she traded in her PC and got a MacBook, and that's really what broke it all down. That'll do it. That's disrespectful. That'll do it. <laughs> nah, man, but that's... I, you know what's funny? You know, like, I don't really be looking for people to break up. I don't get, like, no joy out of the, the breakup portion of it. Um, But, you know, once again, conversations around the water coolers and shit. Talking about how much do you think she deserved coming out of that? What's your thoughts on that type of stuff? You're the married person, so I figured I'd lean on you to answer questions like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what de- that's a funny word, deserved. For clarity, Bill Gates' estimated net worth is 130 billion dollars. Yeah, and he was worth two billion when they got together. So, all right, so I don't think this... So the conversation about Jeff Bezos and his ex-wife when they divorced was a little different because she helped build Amazon from the from ground, ground up from ground. along with him. Right. So, I don't think that was a debate at all when they said, okay, she's getting half. It was like, dog, she's been there from the start. But in this case, it's like, you know, Microsoft was already a machine when she came around. So I can I can see people arguing, saying, hey, man, she don't deserve half. But at the same time, as a married man now, it's like there's a lot of intangibles that won't go on paper that she brings to his life. Agreed. That he was, that is going to be a part of him, at least I would think so. There's always going to be a part of you that always want to see her be okay. And if, like, dog, you got more money than Jesus. If she took half, you wouldn't hurt. Like, I'm pretty sure his cost of living with with that expensive techno mansion they got in Seattle and everything else that he does, I'm pretty sure that's just a fraction of a fraction of his money. You can give up half and not not flinch like your like your world. The only thing that would change about your world is she won't be next to you when you wake up. That is it. So if you wanted to give her half, you got more than enough money to give her half and not change a damn thing about your life. The only thing that changes if you're not going to see her when you wake up, and if she's the one that makes the coffee in the morning, you ain't getting coffee. Whatever little thing she did to help make your day a little bit better, if she made your coffee. If she cracked jokes with you, that's the only things you're going to be missing. 
So if you wanted to give a half, give a half. I don't even think that would hurt him. I want to hear what you got to say. Go ahead. Half, nigga? Half. They don't have a prenup, so she can easily get half. R.P. to Kobe, but she wasn't with him shooting in the gym, my nigga. Like, she, I ain't see her putting that microchip together. I'm just saying. It ain't like she opened the, the window and he was like, bitch, windows. God damn. I ain't never <laughs> even think of that shit. I'm not saying she don't walk away with some bit with a with a couple billion. That's not what I'm saying at all. Like I think she. You're just saying not half. Half though, and like you said, he probably will never be able to spend all that money. Granted, he's already want him and his wife already said that the kids weren't even going to get the money when well they get a portion like they get whatever's in their trust, but a majority of their money is going to go to charity when they both pass. That's what that that's been I, a known thing for a long time. I want to say they the. Like it's written in the will, like the kids get. I don't even think at the time it was like five percent. I think they get a couple million, which is still a lot, which is still a fucking lot. Yeah, I think the saying is, give them enough where they can do anything, but don't give them, don't give them enough so they don't don't give them money to the point where where they don't have to do anything. That's a good line. Basically, I know I butchered that, but you know what I meant. I saved you. I saved you. (laughs) It's all right. Like you always do. I appreciate that. Teamwork. But like, like the dream work. Always. But uh but come on, bro. Half? Okay, so let's say if you had what you said it was a hundred and what? How many billion? 130 billion dollars. Okay, 130 billion dollars, right? So let's say it was you. And again, with the mansion you bought and everything else that you do on a day-to-day basis, you don't even scratch a billion dollars, period. Like your mansion is paid for. Oh, let's say you probably did scratch a bit. Let's say so. Let's say with your mansion, your techno mansion, you probably paid seventy million for it. Then you probably drive a nice car, probably a couple hundred thousand. You travel, so Bru- you probably spend a couple million a year on travel. Dog, you still not touching a billion. So if she would have take half of that, your life doesn't change. So like, you can't take the shit with you. You already said that. All your kids are her kids, too. I hear you. I hear what you say. I can't take the shit with me. And neither the fuck can she. Neither the fuck. She definitely can't take it with her. It's my money. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I can't take it with me. So she definitely ain't going to take it with her. But I'm saying that that... Okay. Now, if we talking about... If you had a million dollars, right? And then she taking 500000 then it's like, oh, that kind of hurts. That's a different... It's a different amount of money. Agreed. But I'm 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 talking about the standpoint at this amount of money he got. Like, do you really feel? Would he really feel it? I don't think so. He got so much money, and he doesn't. He don't. He can't possibly spend anywhere near that amount. And besides, the only thing he would spend it on all those shits are paid for. So, all right, Frank. Here, look, they have enough money. That she went and rented an a island for $132,000 a night just to get away from the announcement of it. A night. That still don't even scratch the fucking surface <laughs> of the kind of money they have. And that's a lot of money. 
who rents a private island? A private Matter of fact, island. if I were to ask you, let's say this would have never happened, right? Let's say last on last week episode, if I were to ask you, hey Marvin, where do you go to rent a private island? Could you even answer that? Could you even tell me like, okay, this is who you call to rent a private island? Would you have? You wouldn't even have that information on hand. You can probably say Google it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there's an Or maybe Airbnb call some something. rich guy who might own the island. Call Richard Bronson. Maybe he got one for rent. But you wouldn't know. You know what kind of tax bracket you need to be in to, to be in a no for shit like that? Which is what I'm saying. She deserves... She, she helped raise them kids. Their oldest... Their youngest child is now 18. Come on now. Of course, now that the oldest child is now 18, all of a sudden y'all getting a divorce. Cool. I understand that. Stand together for the kids. I get that. I'm not knocking them for it. That means there's no child support. But she deserves to walk away and live. She deserves to walk away and live. I mean, he's kept her at this level for a certain amount. I get it. She deserves to walk away with some money. She helped raise she some children. She declined spousal report. I mean, spousal support. She declined it. So she not gonna get she not walking away with no money is what you saying? I'm saying okay, so like with spousal support in a divorce settlement, a woman can get half your shit, and if and she some. takes spousal support, right, and some. So if she she could get half your shit with no prenup, and then she says she wants spouse support, that basically means the lifestyle you maintain for her during your marriage, you have to maintain for her after your marriage, especially if she's not working. So, maybe she was eligible for that. I don't know. Because she does run the Bill and Melinda Gates charities. I guess that would be considered her career. So, I don't know if she falls under that. But let's say for the sake of this conversation, she didn't. She can get a whole lot of fucking money. But she's saying she's declining it. And again, how long they've been married? They've been married for a minute. You don't think she done put money aside anyway? I hear you. She probably got several hundreds of millions of dollars in a bank just chilling. A just-in-case account. And like you said, you you called it. The youngest child is 18, so they probably stayed together to get for the kids. Right. So she probably knew for a while that it was getting divorced. She was probably putting money away for this very moment. She, either way, she's good. She knows she's good. Agreed. But I'm just saying, that man got so much money where if he lost half that shit, that nigga would be okay. Now, if this was a dude that was sitting on a million and he was spending frivolously, yeah, you lose half that shit, you lose your ass. But in that guy's case, dog, you can lose. Like Jeff Bezos, he lost half that shit. I'm like, motherfucker, cool, man. Nigga still going to galas and shit. He ba- he hanging back out being with the richest magicians. man in the world. He back being the richest man in the world. <laughs> Shout out to Kobe. <laughs> like that's how he feel right now. And then on top of that, that divorce settlement instantly made her the richest woman in the world. Like God damn, like that's ridiculous, ain't it? You know, I read this tweet, and it's the tweet that summed up this whole thing for me. The tweet said. The two richest men on earth couldn't keep a bitch. <laughs> said, the two richest men on earth couldn't keep a bitch happy. What am I supposed to do? 
There you have it. Hey, what, what, what are we can you say to, to that? This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. Hey, you know, Bill Gates' DMs probably blowing up, huh? Shit. You see, I don't know. I done ran into a few people who posted screenshots of people saying, hey, boo. Hey. <laughs> hey, you see, you see, so apparently he was taking yearly trips with his ex. Oh, really? It's yearly trips with his ex for work purposes. Annually. Yeah. That his wife couldn't go to. Work purposes, my ass. Nigga, you haven't written a code or anything. In the past twelve years, the hell work you talking about? You said work, work purposes. Her ass. That's, that's what it is. Yeah, he was going to work. That's what it was. Man, I don't even want a picture of Bill Gates having sex. Anyway, moving on. That'll be weird. Speaking of his DM, hey, did you see the video of uh, that T Pain posted? So T Pain posted a video. Um, he said. I was today years... It's like a scrolling video. T-Pain recently found out that there's another side to your DMs that's for requested people. So there's people you may not follow or people who you don't necessarily have normal conversations with. So if you click on that, there's a whole, there was a whole list of celebrities from Viola Davis to Diplo to Fergie to ESPN to all these people just reaching out to T-Pain. He, he, so he's like, I literally am today years old when I found out that the request folder on Instagram was full of celebrities trying to reach me. I've been ignoring these people for two years and didn't even know. And it's him looking is- sad and dumb. Like, just you see the scrolling list of people just, hey, man, we're just trying to reach out to you for some business. Like, as you, re- and we're talking big, every celebrity you can think of. Reaching out to T-Pain, just, hey, shouting them out. Hey, man, you know, want to see if we can get you on this project? This is missing money for the last two years. At the end, he just say, I'm done. <laughs> Dog. That's probably what he saw as scrolling on. Like, he just probably saw them dollar signs floating away. Damn, that could have been a bag. That could have been a bag. That could have been a bag. Hey, as you, you see it scrolling, because he keeps scrolling, so it looked like 105 weeks ago. <laughs> like, like, years that, that he just just did not did not go and look. But he been on Twitter from the jump, though. How he it's not Instagram. realized that till so now? So on Instagram, you if you go on your Instagram right now, it's there's your regular DMs, and then there's a requested DMs. That kind of filters out random people just trying to hit you up. Those random, like, Fishing like people that try to sell yeah, you, weed. sell you dumb shit, stuff like that. But if you don't know them, anybody could end up there. Like I've had people who are just regular people end up over there, and he just never checked it. You gonna check that shit now, though? All them checks was rolling out. Every rapper you could think of 
<laughs> Imagine how many more songs T-Pain could have been on in the last like two years. Could have re could have rejuvenated his career. That's one dude. I wish he he does figure out a way to rejuvenate his career because man, he is incredibly talented. Hell yeah. The other day I was listening to some of his songs with my wife uh in the car. And she was saying that she went to Florida State. And she was like, honestly. Him and Young Jeezy ran Tallahassee. She was like, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing their music. She was like, they was all over the place. It's crazy. Because I was just... So I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and they were talking about what was... What was the song that... What song brings you back to your your college years, right? And I literally was thinking, it's got to be T-Pain. Like, T-Pain, Young Jeezy. And the fact that your wife said... Like, that was our... Like... Any song by T-Pain and Young Jeezy, like, that take me back to, like, Rendezvous in the club. Like, that take me back to that era of time. And then that one Trick Daddy song. Damn, I can't even do the beat. Because it's all drums at the beginning. (laughs) Anybody want a motherfucking die? Come see. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Me? That song. And you know, once you get to that part, once you get to the end, and then they... Start that bitch over. <laughs> if you want to know if somebody from Miami, just play the intro to that song. Just play the drums. Don't don't let a word fly, and see their reaction. If they don't react to just the drums, they not from here. They from Kendall or some shit. Hell they not yeah. from Miami. Hey, you know what's funny when you in them situations and you see it and you know you kind of out of town. Like, cause I've heard that song played. I think I was at I was visiting some friends up in like. I was visiting some friends up in like Orlando for some reason. Um, and that song came on, and it's just something about niggas from my like we it's like the beat came on, and I'm looking at nobody really reacting. And I see my eyes, and I just locked eyes with another Miami nigga. And you could tell we rec- like game recognized game in that moment. Like we recognized, oh y'all was looking for each other, and it just so happened, like y'all had to scan the room, like who who in here with me? Oh, you okay. And we and you know, we, you know, niggas, we just, we just gonna rap the song to each other. <laughs> like from across the <laughs> fucking club. People looking at y'all like, what the fuck? Are they finna and fight? People gonna ask stupid, y- y'all know him? No, I don't know him. That nigga just from Miami out there. <laughs> Look, I don't even go up and ask him where he from. We don't even speak. But for them 35, 45 seconds, that's my That nigga. was your homeboy. <laughs> there you go. That song's such a classic, though. They st- that shit still gets spent. It got to. It's too good, man. Too good. It's too good, man. But I have no idea what the second verse talks about. I've not, look, look it's been so long since I heard the second verse. I can't even tell you. I could. You couldn't pay me. If they were to say, hey, half of Bill Gates' money wrapped the second verse, be like, man, you keep it. Man, let's not even waste you. Let's not waste my time nor yours. Because I ain't got it. I ain't got it for yeah, you. Yeah, right. If I say anything, I'd be lying to you right now. Hell no. But you got to think about it. They were in Tallahassee. T-Pay's from Tallahassee. Oh, yeah. That's part of Jeezy's Chitlin circuit. So they used to come down and perform at the clubs there. Man, they, they, they had fun. 
questions. Crazy. If you could go back and attend any other college besides the one you attended, which one would you go to? Hmm. That's a good question, man. Um, I wouldn't. You I'm really glad. I'm really glad I went to FIU. I met really? some amazing people there. Um, I feel like I grew up, became a man at FIU. There's a lot of good life lessons I came coming out of that school. Um, I honestly, and they say, you know, I have like this this pride of FIU. I ain't got ta- I ain't got FIU tatted on my back or on my chest and no shit like that. But I learned a lot at FIU, and I'm thinking like I had a lot of friends who went to USF like a lot of childhood friends who went to USF and that would have been a fun experience if I was to throw a second school out there. But I never wanted to live in Tallahassee at all. My sister lived in Tallahassee when she went to Florida State for like four or five years. I think I probably went there twice to drop her off and then to go to her graduation. That's it. Like, there's nothing about Tallahassee that excited me. It's too small of a town. I would get bored there. Like the whole town, and this is, People, if you're listening, this is no knock to Tallahassee. Everybody who went to FAM, everybody who went to Florida State, those of y'all who couldn't make it and had to go to TCC, do your thing. I ain't no hater. You do what you got to do. Now we know the city you hate. Everybody knows I hate I Cleveland. don't hate Tallahassee. Marvin hates Tallahassee. <laughs> Tallahassee, there we go. I don't you hate Tallahassee. It. Cleveland and Tallahassee are the two cities that can't fuck with this podcast. I don't hate Tallahassee. I just, I know that I could never live in a small town. And that town is a town that revolves around those two schools. Like, even the people who go to TCC, go to TCC so they can get into one of those two schools. You know what I mean? So, I, I just... And everybody who work at the... The people who work at Publix go to go to, go to Florida State. Or, like, there's... Everybody who works in that vicinity are contributing to the schools. And no knock to them. Cool. It's, it's just not for me. Town. Yeah. Tampa, which is where USF is, I could see myself being there just because I had so many friends that went there. Tampa, to a degree, kind of falls in. I mean, it's a bigger city than Tallahassee, but it's again, it's it has very college town esque vibes to it too. Yeah, but if I had to choose, I yeah, I'd still pick, pick FIU one. again. I chose to go to FIU. I had scholarships to go to, and this is this is on some humble brag shit. But I had scholarships to go to most of the Florida schools. I applied to all of them because my mom's a teacher, and oh, I was going to college. But I chose to go to FIU. It ain't a brag. It's the truth. It is what it is. Yeah. You can flex that. Yeah, I chose to go to FIU. I was here. I had okay. a girlfriend. I didn't want to leave. And I was finally I was finally grown. I lived it. I grew up in a party town. And I was finally old enough to really take advantage of being in this party town. Why would I go anywhere else? That was my thought. And I enjoyed it. I could, I could respect that. But after visiting other universities throughout Florida, I mean, when it comes to, like, campus life and just the presence of being at a certain school, FIU experience was among the weakest. Like, this campus life wasn't very strong because it's such a a huge commuter school. Not a lot of people lived on campus. Yeah, not a lot of people lived on campus. So campus life wasn't all that. Because you didn't live on campus. <laughs> I lived on campus. True. I commuted. Yeah. So you could speak to campus life a little more than I can, but I know when I was there, it just seemed like everybody was 
just a passerby like myself, where it was like, all right, I'm just here to get these 12 credits and I'll see y'all next semester. Because it's a huge commuter school. So a majority of the people who go to FIU don't live on campus. Like on, on average, I think you probably may have like four or 5,000 students living on campus. And FIU annually probably has like 30,000 students. So the, the, the percentage of people who live on campus and go to FIU is very small. I get that. I'm not taking away from that. Um, but I, as a college kid who moved from out of my mother's house into a dorm, literally, what, six weeks after, after graduation? Honestly, I, I, I rather enjoyed the first part of my, of my college career. I really did. The rest That's of it, up. the rest of it, you know, the drag of it was more on me than it was anybody else. But I, I wouldn't go But again, anywhere. those were still lessons. Yeah, lessons learned. Lessons learned. Like, I, I, I try to go through my life, like, I, I don't like playing regret and make believe and stuff like that. Like, I, I went to FIU for a reason. If, if I had not gone to FIU, I wouldn't have gone here. I wouldn't have met this person. I wouldn't have dated this girl who I learned this life lesson from. Like, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't have gotten to to be at this point in my life. Completely understand that. Someone had a similar conversation with my wife. As we talked about on the last show, I mentioned how me and my wife known each other since we were kids or whatever. Another day, me and my wife were talking, and she says... I wonder what it would have been like if me and you went to the same high school and started dating then. And I cut her off quick and I was like, nah, trust I me, that shit you up. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it like that, but I said, you didn't want to date that Frank. I'm like, that Frank was an asshole. And I started telling her how I viewed relationships back then and some of the shit I did. But then I started telling her from these relationships, I've learned lessons. And if it wasn't for this relationship, I would have. I don't know if I would have ever learned this. And if it wasn't for that relationship, I don't know if I would have ever learned that. So the Frank you got was a Frank that been through some shit and he's learned from it. He's more compassionate. He's more understanding. He communicates better. That Frank back then didn't do that. Frank back then wasn't very understanding, very impulsive. The minute I felt like I didn't like something, I cut it loose. Right. That's not the type of person you want to deal with. So I completely understand when you say you learned your lessons and if and it's like a chain reaction. Like if if it weren't for these particular series of events, you wouldn't be the person who you are today and you're damn proud of the man that you are today. Exactly. So I completely understand and respect your decision to say if you could do it all over again, you would have attended um FIU. Um, I don't think I got it. I don't think we got your answer. Yeah, I don't know if I would say the same. Like, I think I would have attended FAMU. Um, I had family that went there, but I'm just curious to know what that experience would have been like. Now, more than likely, I would have majored in the same things. I would have did architecture and construction and so forth. But to be and that environment to be surrounded by so many black people and to be surrounded mm. by an environment that uh encourages the understanding and learning of your black culture and so forth. I think that would have been really cool for me. Um 
coming from Jackson, which was at the time we went to Jackson, Jackson wasn't predominantly black. It was about 50-50 damn man, or at the very least 60-40. So it didn't feel like a black school. Right. Um, and then going into Miami Dade and FIU, that was the I was considered a culture shock because you go you go from being in a class with 35 students and a good number of you are black. And then the ones that aren't black, you understand where they come from. They either come from Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, Honduras, and so forth. And you can identify with them because you've been to school with these dudes since, you know, elementary and all that. But then when you go to Miami-Dade and FIU, now you're exposed to not just different races, but different cultures. Because now they're from different walks of life. And it's like, this is really different it's it's just weird right and it's not weird in a bad way it's just okay this is it's a lot to take in um but at the same time throughout all that you still don't get a chance to really learn about where you come from as a black person and um well as a black person in this country and i think being at famu i would have just curious to know what that experience would have felt like. You know what I mean? Out of like at FIU, the Greek life did not uh, catch my eye at all. Um, again, a lot of the active fraternities that I noticed were in black fraternities, and the black fraternities that were very active on some of these bigger universities and colleges, they weren't on FIU. Like when we ran into the queues at FIU, they didn't look happy. They were just. Well, they, they had, were. They had just got back on the yard, <laughs> and even then, by just being back on, they again they didn't look happy. They just looked like it's like they had this I look let on you their do face, that. like there was, man, there was, I know, we're I know obligated to be here. I ain't gonna let you do that. There right? Was, there was, there was, those my peoples. No, I'm not <laughs> like the ones you know. Probably aren't the ones I've seen at that table looking to sign people up. <laughs> However, when I went to uh, when I went to FAMU's graduation, when I was on their campus and all that. It was a completely different experience to see them, to see the alphas, to see the sigmas. It was like, damn, now, had I been a part of this school, it was a much better chance I would have joined because it it was it felt different. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm just curious, like, maybe that would have been a cool experience. Agreed. But all in all, I don't... Much to the same reason you said, I don't regret the path I took because every step of the path I took got me to where I am. Exactly. <clears throat> Speaking of, we started. You started talking uh, PWIs and and uh, we started talking about race and and because there's certain there's certain history that you get when you go to to. Uh, an HBCU. An HBCU. Sorry. Don't, I, look, I was struggling so hard to remember what PWI stood for that I forgot to say HBCU. <laughs> um, but I save you two sometime. It's all good. Appreciate you. That's why you're here. Um, that's the only thing. When you talk about the Greek life, even though I did know I did know the cues on at FIU, the Greek life. I probably would have been, and I was already someone who was interested, but it probably would have been even more appealing had I been on. Well, in my mind, I I believe it'll be more. It would have been more appealing had I been on an HBCU campus. 
because they're a bit more they're a bit more of rock stars there than it would be elsewhere. Because at FIU, there's 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 a larger white population, therefore the bigger the 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 pikes and the the other big whiter uh fraternities that are on that are on the campus just have a bit more shine. And right. yeah, I, I I definitely can agree with that. I definitely can agree with that. Um st- staying on the black thing. So everyone's a, I'm sure by now you're aware of what Tim Scott said about about America not being racist and how the Democrats are the ones pushing this agenda and everything. Have you heard Kamala Harris's rebuttal to that? I have not. What did she say? So recently, a lot of people have been tearing off her ass regarding her rebuttal. I'm going to read her rebuttal, her rebuttal to you right now. All right? She says, well, well, first of all, no, I don't think America is a racist country, but we also do have to speak to the truth about the history of racism in our country and its existence today. That's the most backwards thing I've ever heard. How can you say America isn't a racist country, but we got to speak to the fact that it's rooted in the history and still exists today, meaning it's been there from the beginning and it's still here today. The people who built the country were slaves for free and had their babies ripped away from them. But America isn't a racist country. How does that make it make sense to me, Frank? Because it's not making sense to me. Shit, I can't make that make sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay. All right. Because I was like, maybe I'm tripping. Impossible. No, I say a lot of stupid shit on this podcast, but I couldn't, I can't make, I can't pull that shit out my ass. <laughs> now, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> That's my thing. There's nothing she could have said that would have saved her. Because if she would have went up and told the truth and said, yes, this is a racist country, first thing people would have did, well, you're the first black woman vice president, so how could we be racist and blah, 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 and she would have had a shit storm for that. She comes and tries to play the uh, quote-unquote political safe card and say, hey, we're not a racist country, but at the same time, you know, we've done some racist shit and we're still dealing with racist shit and we need to face that. And like you said, like, that's contradictory. Like, now you sound like an idiot. Exactly. This is one of those things, you're better off not saying nothing. My my problem, so right now we have the the people who are in, in the White House right now are more moderate, centrist Democrats than they are to the far left. You know what I mean? Like they kind of yes. sit more middle than they sit toward the, the left or the right. And right. there's something about centrist uh, Democrats, those moderate people who seem to go out of their way to help please conservatives that that boggles my mind and this is why this is why the republicans be be kicking the democrats ass a lot right republicans don't give a fuck about pleasing anyone on the left not at all no not not even a little bit 
The Democrats they're not reaching across no aisle. They don't give a fuck about reaching across aisle. Even if they're not in the best position of power right now, nah, we just gonna regroup and we're gonna take back this house. We're gonna take back the same. Like, that's all they're doing right now. Fuck what you right. wanna do. We don't care. But the Democrats are always on this whole you let's know, work together. Type let's, let's be and that's what way politics should work. But this is why should. the Republicans get away. Like, they just say what they fucking feel and fuck who don't feel for them. They serve the right. And that's it. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they really don't. Right. And Not at I, all. I feel like that's that's the opportunity that continues to get missed. With when it comes to the to the Democrats, they're gonna always lose when it comes to that. Fuck the center. If you're gonna if you're gonna choose a side, pick your side and stay with it. Yes, you're the president of the entire, you're the vice president of the entire United States. Granted, but you represent a party and you represent there's certain things that you're trying to get done. You can't go up there saying shit like that. That's so ass backwards. Let's be honest, like, I'm pretty sure she's been called all kind of monkey and, and N-word and all kind of shit while she was on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. And then for you to fix your mouth and say that, it's like, come on, man, you're not being genuine right now. And on top of all of that, why the fuck did you rescue, why did you come to Tim Scott rescue? Let him drown. That was his stupid statement. Let him deal with that shit. He want to go out and, and say some ridiculous shit like that? Let him deal with that backlash. You worry about canceling these student loans. Don't exactly. worry about whatever the fuck he got going on. <laughs> yeah, you worry about these student loans. You worried about, you know, the first-time homebuyer incentives that y'all talked about during the campaign trip. That's what y'all need to be doing. Don't be worried about what Tim Scott said. Let him deal with his South Carolina constituents and whoever the fuck want to flame him for saying that stupid comment. This man probably get called nigger every other day. And he want to go, really? You live in South Carolina, fam. You mean a tell? Really? Like, I'm pretty sure you done seen some shit. Hell, one state over, they was burning the tiki torches and all that shit. And they was angry over some bullshit. And you want to go up here and say this ain't a racist country? Like, oh, do you? And I'm not even going to say, do you not know your history? Like, you don't have to go back far and see some of the shit that's done. See last summer. Right. Like, anything black people have done to progress their position in this country has been met with opposition. Everything. Even something as simple as saying, hey, our lives matter too. Even that is met with opposition. We say black lives matter, then there's always a motherfucker that's like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Want to know what's crazy? And this is no knock to the Asian Asian people at all. There were hate crimes that happened post-COVID, right? Due to all the tension Correct. regarding COVID. And ignorance. And ignorance. the Asian community. Biden came in and they passed that, that law to protect them and to extra punish people who, who do stuff to them. 
Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But at the same time... Yes, because you know where I'm going with this. That anti-lynching bill has been sitting in there for decades. And ain't shit happened with it. Anti-lynch. And you know the crazy thing is, like, when this when they went to vote on this bill, there were people voted against it. A bill that says, hey, we shouldn't lynch people. And there was motherfuckers in there like, nah, lynching still shit happen. And this man, Tim Scott, would it be crazy if he was one of the people that didn't vote in favor of that bill? So if I were to tell you right now, like, hey, Tim Scott had an opportunity to vote on this bill and he decided to vote against it, would you believe me? I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know if he did or not, but if you were to tell me a black man didn't vote in favor of an anti-lynching bill, I would I would so find that hard to believe. No, I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. How long have you lived like in America? How, how many times have people failed and, and disappointed you? I... I'm done being shocked by people failing and disappointing me. I think certain people, when they say things like what Tim Scott said, it's like, all right, I don't expect much from you. So if you say, like, for example, Herschel Walker's son, him, Candace Owens, those people, I honestly believe they're paid to to C.J. Parsons, I believe his name is, or Pearson, whatever his name is. Like, people like that, I believe they're paid to give their obnoxious statements and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you, someone like a, a, a government official, a, a politician, get on stage and say shit like that, it just throws me off. Like, like you hold the position where I expect more from you. Like, you, you're supposed to be informed. You can't be on this platform spewing dumb shit. And nor should Kamala Harris be protecting him. Um, thank you. I, I'm not saying she's protecting him, but she's trying to serve people who don't give a fuck about her. Yeah, however you want to look at it. I saw it as protecting him. She saw him getting flamed and she wanted to jump in front of the bullet. That's how it looked from my perspective. Hmm. You had no, you had absolutely no reason to do so. Should have just left him there to deal with it. Agreed. Mitch McConnell would have saved him. No, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't. He he don't give a fuck. Not Turkey. Exactly. Or what? 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 what Mitch is... McConnell probably calls him boy when they're in the the Capitol building. Man, whatever. On that note, fuck that. Hey, man. Some Scots an idiot. Agreed. Agreed. But let's move on to the vibes of the week, man. Go ahead, give me your new vibe of the week. New vibe of the week comes from Erica Banks. You know Erica from such hits as The Busted Challenge. (laughs) Busted. There we go. I said drop that. You know Erica Banks from The Busted Challenge. She got a new song called Toot That featuring Beat King. Toot That is uh, sampled that song Pop, Lock, and Drop It. Remember that shit? I remember. I think that's her vibe. She takes uh, hit songs from the early 2000s and flip it. And in my so opinion, sweet. she's two for two so far. <laughs> she's just sweetie. What'd you say? She's just sweetie. I just don't know what she looked like. Oh, she damn sure don't look like sweetie. 
She cute though. I'm not saying she not. I'm just saying like that's what's that's Sweetie's stick right now. Really? Like that's her stick. All Sweetie do is 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 revamp a old, uh, uh, something that was real hot back in 2003, and and change the beat up. And all, almost all of her big hits are samples from 2000, like 2003, 2004, 2005. That's her shit. I don't know that's too her many bag. Of her songs. Like, oh yeah, that song. My type is Petey Pablo. Yes, sir. What other songs she got? I'm I I'm I'm not no like super Sweetie fan, but like I'm most of the like that's what she's been. She literally came out because people were calling her out for it, and she was like, "Sampling is what I'm really good at." And guess what? I'm gonna keep doing it. I don't care what y'all say. Was she the one that sparked that whole conversation on uh, Twitter when people was going on about samples and who sampled what and all that? And then some people were saying samples is stealing. I I I don't I don't think so. That that's a very old conversation. Um, But what about you? What's your new vibe of the week? I have two, to be honest with you. I have two. Let's hear them both. Um, One is uh, Thornton Street by uh, used to be formerly YBN Corday, now just Corday. He is also Naomi Osaka's boyfriend. I throw that in there because that's kind of what... I remember hearing about him and... Everybody would be like, he's the one, he's the one nigga from YBN that that I would actually like, is what I was always told. Um, and, and the nigga. What does YBN stand for? Young Holland niggas or something like that. Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. Where are they from? New York? I don't know why you asking me. I don't know. You know these young niggas. You know, I definitely don't know where the young niggas is from. I just know where the young Florida dudes is from. That's it. Oh, the rest of the young dudes, I don't really keep up with them like that. Young boss niggas. Okay. It's like when they had, remember it was all, remember when ASAP, it's ASAP everybody, but theirs uh, was okay, YBN. Okay, okay, Got you. So, but Corday has, a, has, you know, gone away from the young boss niggas and he's just on his own and he put out a little four pack. I think that's a smart move. Yeah, he put out a little four pack, and I ain't gonna lie. I, out of the four, th- three out of the four, I'm fucking with. I'm fucking with, and the, and the one I'm talking about specifically right now is uh, Thornton Street by Corday, and it's a vibe. It's a nice little vibe for you know. I, I like to hear young. I, I'm not gonna give him the lyricist title yet, but you could tell he's he's trying to fashion himself that, and I I like that. Now, I'm going to go to the way other side on this for my second one, right? And my second one is Ski by Young Stone of Life and Young Thug featuring Gunna. You said Ski? Ski. Like S-K-Y? S-K-I. S-K-E-E-T. No, because S-K-Y is Sky, sir. But S-K-I yeah, right. is Ski. Like, you ain't heard that song that, yeah. Ski? Yeah. Yeah, you ever oh, heard that when song? people are doing that dance. Yeah. No, nah, hell no. I never heard the song, but I seen people do the dance. Well, how did you never so you saw people dancing to no music or you like you didn't hear the song? Yeah. <laughs> Cause they can't post the music on Instagram. So yes, I you see can. Them. You could just put the music. You literally use the Instagram, at least from the ones I saw, because that's how I saw the song. And I was like, this is Normally a very people interesting post the dance. music through TikTok. No, nah, you can post it on you can post it on Instagram. You just have to use the the version of it that's licensed. From Instagram when you post it on oh, your post. Well, the people I follow don't put the song up. They just do the dance in public. And they're not okay. 
So they're just dancing to nothing. That's very strange. But um, I'm, I'm more concerned about the people you They're making now. the ad libs, though. They're saying the ad libs. They're saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. In public. Okay. I'm not going to knock it. It, it. it got you to know what it was, so I'm not going to take it away from them. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, so I saw this on Instagram and it was actually Diddy who was doing it where like, like he did the little dance and he had, uh, one of his sons, uh, cause you know, like you do the little ski from left to right. And then you kind of do like the, you know, like when you like jump, like when you hit the ramp on the ski, you kind of just like lean forward. So Diddy was doing the lean forward and his son was holding him so he could lean forward and not fall. Like in that, like that Michael Jackson lean forward motion. I just thought it was funny. And ever since the song was stuck in my head, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put Thugger Thugger on the little playlist and just add it. And I, I fucks with that song. That song give me a, night, a lot of good energy. You know I love a song to give me good energy. I think he and T-Pain would make a dope song together. I would never want to hear that. But I I mean, sure. T-Pain and Thugger? Never would want to hear that. <laughs> Are you tripping, bro? I, Young Thug is very... Is like, tripping. his voice is very specific. And it works on this song. And honestly... Outside of the, the the ski, I don't know any of the words on this song. I just know I like the beat. I like the ski part. And I like the melody he uses when he says the words that he says. Don't try to understand the words because I'm too old for that at this point. <laughs> just being honest. All right, man, give me your old school. Old school is far side. Okay. With passing me by. What made what what, what made that your, your your old school vibe of the week this week? Um, I it popped up on my Pandora when I was uh working at working from home, um, knocking out some reports. I had my uh old school ninety vibes going, and it came up. I was like, yo, man, I. Really dig this song. A few songs came up that I really dig, but that one won the uh, won the election for being the vibe of the week this week. I'll pick another one from that list next week. Okay, okay. I, hey, what about you? No knock for me. Uh, so my vibe of the week, my old school vibe of the week, is gonna be uh, we've only just begun. By Glenn Jones. Tell me you know that song. It's like probably like my top five favorite songs ever. Only just begun. But the best is not over. I got a whole lot of love to give. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Now I got it now. No, come on, man. Don't make me hit the notes. <laughs> nah, yeah. Come on now. Matter of fact, I don't got it. Keep going. Anyway, so that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> And um, if you if you ever listen to that uh, undisputed uh, R and B playlist that I got that that thirty hour playlist I got just full of R and B music, it's literally the first song on there. I normally hit shuffle. Ain't no, and, and so do I. After I play like the first four or five songs, because they they're at the top for a reason. And then after that, oh, I gosh. hit shuffle. And if it come on again, guess what? Run that bitch back. I don't care. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> but That's yeah, what's up. That's what's and, up. and it's because he he don't really he doesn't really have much songs after that song. But that man can fucking sing, man. That's 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 
That's my shit right there. But all right, bro. Anything That's else you want to bring to the table? Nah, we good, boss. All right, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Marvin, a.k.a. Young Saint, a.k.a. Turnpike Mars. It's your ladies for the streets, a.k.a. Dat Man Beyond, a.k.a. The Somebody's Son and Me and Somebody's Sons, because it's going to be Somebody's Son summer this year, okay? I'm freshly vaxxed. I'm out here. Told y'all I'm Vax Kellerman out here. I'm, I'm out here, man. I'm going to have me a good summer, okay? I'm going to be in these streets somewhere. Catch me out of the lounge. Around people who smoke hookah, because I don't smoke hookah. It just ain't for me. But I'm going to be around all them people. I'm at every... I'm, I'm, I'm going to start hitting a couple brunches quarterly. I'm, I'm, I'm out here in yeah, the world. Yeah, because it can get expensive. Huh? Can't get expensive. I said, yeah, hit it quarterly, because it can get expensive. Them bottle of some mimosas add up. Yeah, I'll probably do like a copper blues quarterly, and then I'll do another one quarterly. So I hit like maybe like two brunches a month, you know, moving around, something like that. Okay. And you could do that now because that's a lot of brunch spots popping up. Two brunches a month sounds crazy. That shit, that shit is stressful already. Man, I miss Beyond Brunch. Man, I feel like, feel like I never got a chance to fully dive in. Even though I, I went to a couple, but I'm missing that. That that conversation we had earlier, just hanging with the fellas, we gonna do that at Beyond Brunch. That's a, that's a promise. All right, man. But yeah, and the man to the right of me can only be Mister. Did you miss me? The F and F and D, fluffy the dad body. Who else but me? Frank. You can email us at the Samurai Professional Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram and Clubhouse at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Ma? I just got Fluffy the Dad Body. Oh, man. You just I didn't not get got it the it? first time. Like Buffy. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. I didn't get it the first time. That's why I was like, where that I, came from? I figured from? you would have got it. It didn't hit me until I shut up and listened to you say it just now. Wow. <laughs> anyway, people, you can reach me at Marvin X Adams on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace.